0: Boom, 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 boop, boop, boom, boom. Baby. I really wanna love you. Oh, 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 shit, my bad. Hey, what's going on, people? This boy is Six Man K-Styles and you are now tuning in to the Heavy Hitters. Let's get it. What's going on, people? What's going on, people? What it do? I am your boy Six Man K Styles. And welcome to Heavy Hitters Wednesday with your boys the Heavy Hitters, a.k.a. the Stats, the Facts, and the truth. I am Six Man K Styles. And to my stage left. We got. I guess he's going by the name today. Lick it. Don't flick it. The mad scientist. Mad. my Sports. And. To round it off, you gotta have the calm before the storm. This is the minister, Jew. Talk, sports, three minds, one show, one flow. Welcome to the Heavy Headers so before we start the show we gotta hit him with the what That was one of the um, (coughs) sloppiest roll calls we did in a while. I guess that's what happens when you you don't lick it and you don't flick it. But, today's (laughs) Today's roll call we gonna kick it off with Man, we can't never get this shit right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> that made you, made you get off the camera right quick this is hilarious <laughs> okay. oh, but today's roll call we gonna kick it off with Mr. Lee 85 Pat Norris Fred Butts oh, yeah. Jammers Mr. 58 in the building Pamela Johnson Big Ant in the building Joseph Thornton Chuck Ford, Des Diggs, Jerry Bowie, Boomer the Falcon, Brian Peoples, Andrew G, Reggie C2K, Low Ski, Trey Hill, Sherman Wood. We got D. Coleman, Sonia, appreciate you joining us, Michael Matthews, Red Swarm. My homie Liquor with Lenore For for, 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 all, for all your mixers And drink And, 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 and al, al, alcohol connoisseurs Go check out Liquor with Lenore Mix you up a little drink got over the- there <laughs> alcohol. alcohol baby You got Derek You got John St. Clair Nathan Floyd, Dane DiBiase, Rodney Reeves, Michael Walker, and ATL Leo. So we appreciate y'all coming in. We already heavy. I say we all go ahead and get it started here. In three. Two. Had to do the sudden cut like that, so... What's going on, people, man? Appreciate y'all tuning in, man. Hope, Hopefully everybody had a good holiday, had a good Christmas holiday. Everybody waiting for the New Year's to come. Hope everybody get their New Year's resolutions out the way. And hopefully we actually follow it this time instead of having a resolution for a week and then forget about it.
1: Well, I forgot
0: my <laughs> I don't never do I don't uh, never I'm- have one. I don't never have one because I, I look, look. Look, look, I look, I, I, I don't have no New Year's resolution because I write my shit down and try to get it accomplished every day. So hey man, you know how we do.
2: So I I'd have one this time, but I know I'm not gonna forget.
0: All right. So man, Mike Sports. Would you do? Do you have anything you want to kick us off with, some news or
2: or anything in particular? Um, um something in particular. Um, I normally have something. I ain't, I, ain't, I don't think I have anything. Um, besides, one thing that I saw that I don't quite believe because I think Jalen Carl is going to end up um, when he hit that old Jack Nicholson line, mm-hmm. way he get a load of me. <laughs> you remember that line? Y'all remember that line from Batman, the old Batman? Yeah. That's what Jalen Carter is going to be like at that. I just, I mean, uh, yeah, I, I when they get a load of that dude with that size, that's he, the strength that can literally pick up a grown-ass man with one hand and smile about it. <laughs> can you say one word? No, no, I'm going to say two words. D-Bow! <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, Man, that motherfucker <laughs> held him up. Look, He held him up like a trophy. That motherfucker <laughs> held him like this and did this. <laughs> he had that motherfucker like this.
2: I'm, I'm not getting my hopes up. I'm, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to do that to myself. They got him mocked to the, the Falcons I got a mock to the Falcons this early. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I'm not buying one. they get a load of that dude. One thing I do hope, and this is just for my own selfish reasons, I just, I just, I really hope that they find that he beat up a cat, he killed the cat, or he he beat up a a woman in the second grade. It just some some something like that just to, to kill his character or something, so he can fall to the Falcons. That just like like I said, that's just my own. Because I, we need, a, we need some attitude. We need some thugs. We need a D D-bow on our team because Grady needs that help. Grady right. Jarrett needs that help. So I'm hoping he find something. Look, like I said I hope he slapped somebody, Grandma. You know, pimp slapped somebody, Mama. Like I, I, I need for something to happen like that, just for my own. So he can fall all the way down to at least the ten spot because you know, um, okay. the Falcons. Uh, in my opinion, are gonna even if they they uh win these games is gonna be between the sixth and the 10th, the sixth and the 12th spot. So, um, that'll kind of be in the um, having him somewhere in that spot. I just don't think, man. Trayvon, Trayvon Walker from Georgia Bulldogs, he's an after uh, amazing athlete, but. Jordan Davis is a maiden athlete, but that Jalen Carter, bro, that, 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 that damn, that kid is, he just screams Calais Campbell, a young Calais Campbell for me, bro. I, pretty I need that. I gots to have it. Pretty, pretty, pretty much what you say is a more of explosive, a more of an explosive, versatile
0: nose tackle
2: he His hands are need. so damn violent. His hands are so violent, bro. You see him in the middle. He just throwing guys
0: to the side like like it's just nothing hey hey I about to say we want to we're gonna go here we're gonna say we're gonna say that for later on we're gonna say that for later on down Mm -hmm. the line so they get but let me also Mm -hmm. say this before we get started with the program we're gonna break it down so apparently Jared Bernhardt is designated to return this
2: game he is off the IR. Hmm. Look like so Miss Maggie far. was right. Look like Miss Maggie was right. Good gosh. She said he was By- eventually going to get back.
0: Mm-hmm. So it's been officially announced today that he is designated to return to practice from IR. So he was in practice today. And it may be a possibility that we may see Justin Schaefer playing left guard this this Sunday. It's a possibility.
2: I I, I want to see something. I let me say something real quick about that because if if that's the way that the Falcons are going to do things from this point on, um it's a brilliant way it's a brilliant way to truly develop talent because what could happen you put these guys you know um on the roster uh find a way to hide these guys on your roster man and this just, just take their time develop them let them get to understand and notice the system
0: mm-hmm.
2: they come back the next season and now they can truly Be athletes because they're not learning the offense and they're not learning um what Arthur wants. I I think it's brilliant, man. That's I think it's a brilliant way to develop talent. Okay, and it's real sneaky too. It's sneaky as
0: heck, bro. Oh, oh yeah, that oh yeah, that yeah, that 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 that's a very sneaky way of doing it. Um So let's go ahead and kick off the show, man. As y'all already know, man, we got the three keys, the heavy hitters, three keys. As we already know, the Atlanta Falcons will be facing off against the Arizona Cardinals. Mm. This Sunday, the Falcons are a three-point favorite in this game. Um, let me see what else, what else we got as the Falcons sit at five to 10, the Cardinals sit at four and 11 right now. So what we're going to be dealing with. Hmm. The offense that averages 20.5 points per game and a defense that gives up 26 points per game. So, we're both kind of Buddha in is,
2: Buddha has a broken shoulder. That's another thing.
0: Mm, that could play a part in it as well. But, let's go ahead and get into these three keys, man. And today's show, who is going to be running the point? Who, who, who? The minister, the calm before the storm, Mr. Drew <laughs> Talks Sports, I'll go ahead and bless us and run the point for the night.
1: All right. We well, already know what you got to do, K-Styles. K-Styles, get the graphic. <laughs> <laughs> There it is Ah, capitalized in the red zone um in this last game i wasn't on the post game show but we i vividly remember tyler algier had a walk-in touchdown crucial part of the game K styles know where i'm going i always say it's those three to four plays in the game that changed the game and that was one of those plays you know he gets tripped up by desmond ritter The blocking is perfect. I see the alley. Oh, He's going to walk in untouched. He trips and falls (laughs) for no game on third down. And that's when I knew it wasn't our day, right then and there. Yeah, before I even went to fourth down, I said, yeah, it's not the Falcons' day. When you have a walk-in touchdown, block perfectly. I mean, you got Dalman actually blocking. (laughs) His guy in the lane is right there, and you trip and fall and get tackled for no, no game. Basically, you tackle yourself. You trip over – I think he tripped over Desmond Ritter and mm-hmm. bad, a whole bad exchange. He falls, and he had a walk-in touchdown. That's when I knew, like, yeah, it ain't our day. This is not season. So, with that being said, we got to score touchdowns. You guys know I say it every week with this team that that margin of error for victory like every single game what hurts so bad and I watched pretty much all of the shows this week when y'all had on um the AFN crew y'all had on um you know the guys on the show with you guys or the therapists y'all all were just talking and I was watching the show is what what kind of frustrates me is this team like when you're right there at the doorstep you're right there at the doorstep every single game you're not getting blown out to me those games hurt worse If I'm getting my doors blown off, it's like, okay, whatever. You know, this team we rebuilding. We getting like how the Bengals beat us, it's like, okay, to me, that didn't hurt as bad as when you know that these games are right there. You two, three plays away. You maybe two or three playmakers away from being a playoff team. We gotta score touchdowns in the red zone. We gotta capitalize in the red zone because you don't get a lot of opportunities. Like, I mean, I can point to so many games. Like, we've lost – I don't know how many years we're going to keep saying this. We lose games a different way every single week, and it seems like it's one one play that changes the game, one or two plays. I mean, this goes back to the commander's game. You have CP wide open, ball tip, interception. I mean, it seems like the last – this four-game losing streak, there's been a different reason every week why you lose. But – It always comes down to the last drive of the game. That's what's so crazy about it. And that's why I say you got to capitalize. You have two weeks in a row where Drake London gets the ball ball punched out in plus territory. Like Drake London showed us, him and Drake, uh, Drake London and Ritter showed us in this last game, you know, a reason to be excited as Falcons fans because those guys are big time. You've seen big time throws by Desmond Ritter. You've seen big-time plays by Drake London, big-time catches. And that's what you have to have. Uh, you got to be resilient. And these guys are showing us that they're resilient. So you got to capitalize in the red zone. To me, that's really what's been hurting this team. It's like you're getting in plus territory. You're getting right there. You're right there. Like, basically, I wanted to start with that Tyler Algier play because that just shows how close this Falcons team is. Like, you're literally on the one-yard line, two-yard line and you trip over your own field, you trip over the quarterback, and you don't get necessarily, – necessarily you don't get tackled by anybody. You tackle yourself. So it's just like it's been that type of year for the Falcons. So in this game, this is going to be the first uh start for Desmond Ritter at home. He started probably in two of the toughest places to play, New Orleans and Baltimore. So just that in itself shows that Desmond Ritter is going to be a really good quarterback just for his resilience – to be able to go up against those two teams. And really, the game was right there for the taking in both weeks. They didn't blow us out. You were right there in both of these games. Baltimore is arguably a playoff team. They're right there in the mix in the AFC. So it's even though we're sitting at 5 and 10, even though everybody's saying that the season is over with, which it is part for our playoff chances, we've seen that this team is not going to give up. So in, in this game, scoring the red zone, when you get in the red zone, you got to score seven. I don't want to see young way cool kicking field goals. You got to punch that ball in the end zone. In this last game, I think Arthur Smith showed what type of team we are because you've seen us going for it on fourth down, where he's just like, "We don't got nothing to lose. If we can't win this game, we don't deserve to be in the playoffs." Like, forget kicking field goals. You pretty much seen us going for it on fourth down almost every every time we were, in, you know, in Baltimore, where we were in plus territory or once we crossed the fifty to fifty. So. I think in this game, you just got to score in the red zone, period. You got to get the job done. And we have the team to do it. Um, I seen someone in the chat mention, is Desmond Ritter going to throw his first touchdown in this game? I think he will, but I really don't care if he throws a touchdown or not. I just want to win. You, you've heard Arthur Smith say that, like, yeah, we're doing all of the things to improve, but at the end of the day, we have to win. We want to win. Mm-hmm. That's what players want. Desmond Ritter, let's see if he can get his first win. Because that's what builds your confidence as a young team is winning games. Because then you know that the formula works. Right now, the players are drinking the Kool-Aid. They've bought into this coaching staff. But once you start winning, that's what builds your confidence as a young player that, yeah, we can do this. And they've seen it every single week. We're right there. We just have to finish. That's all it takes. We just got to finish those three to four plays that I talk about. You know, the Tyler Alger tripping. You know the ball getting batted and intercepted; those are the the basically the difference in wins and losses. We've seen we we could easily we could have easily won this division, but at this point we got to finish strong. That's what we've been hearing all week in these press conferences: just finish strong. You heard Desmond Ritter as the leader on offense. You heard Arthur Smith. We want to finish this thing out the right way. So I think that they're going about it the right way. They're saying all the right things. Now we just got to go out there and do it. But I really think at home. For whatever reason, last year we didn't play well at home. But if you guys go look at the wins that we've had this year, we played well at home. So we actually are protecting home field this year. I think we only won one road game this year, and that was in Seattle. So in the last mm-hmm. win we had, we was at the game, fellas, and I talked about that in my last video. Mm-hmm. Believe mm-hmm. it or not, the Chicago Bears against the Falcons was the last home game where we actually won. So mm-hmm. right. let's we can shake off this losing streak, but we're in the red zone. <laughs> capitalize on your opportunities when you get down there if you score seven that was another thing today if you guys watch arthur smith's press conference he said i call them four point swings you either gonna kick a field goal to score a touchdown you kick a field goal that was four points off the board you score touchdowns in the red zone that's that four point swing so a lot of these games are coming down to the end of the game field goal three point games so if you score touchdowns nine times out of ten you're gonna win the game
0: all right, all right. Shout out to Dre Harrison for the ten dollar super chat. He said he was at the game all year, did not trip on Ritter's foot. That man tripped on his own foot because it was 19 degrees in the stadium. His feet was numb because of the cold. Hey right, man, rather he tripped on his own foot or Ritter's foot. <laughs> he tripped, he tripped up before the <laughs> door right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> We appreciate the ten dollars, but at the
1: end of the day, he the the turf monster. They say got him. Somebody got him. He tripped on air. I know one of I know one of Baltimore Ravens that tackled him because I seen he had it was perfectly blocked. The man had a walk in touchdown.
0: He said, "Said somebody pushed that Buffalo Wild Wings button on his ass." Yeah. Oh. No. Nathan Ford, I know damn well he ain't getting no Go dogs chat out of my ass. You talk to the wrong motherfucker. You got you. You ain't say that to the guy that they got the hat on. Damn that. But um, but yeah, man. Like you said, opportunities in the red zone has been a. – wasn't necessarily been a problem. It's been a problem the last three to four weeks. It like you said, it's not really an issue that's been going on all year because, like you said. Since that Chicago game, the red zone efficiency has not been where it needs to be on a consistent basis. So just got to execute a little bit better, man. Um, Definitely appreciate that. Let's go ahead and get some of these comments. Um, D. Coleman here said, do y'all believe in you are
2: what your records say? Hell no. Hell no. No, absolutely not it's all about your mentality man yeah. you go going there thinking you're gonna lose or you go in there second guessing and putting your head down and like marcus marietta was doing on the sideline those are the things that rub off on the people around you everybody seeing that you're upset pissed off all the time it's gonna mm-hmm. rub off nobody want to be around you if you're happy go lucky smiling you got the energy that cp energy you got that that Tyler Algier bounce. That stuff is contagious, man. Like I said, mm-hmm. it is you are what you are. You are what you are. People see it on you. People see the smile on your face. People see that anger on you. Whatever that, whatever your mentality, that's what the hell with a record.
1: It's about yeah. confidence. I was just talking about it. It's about the confidence. Be confident. And that's what I'm seeing out of Desmond Ritter. And that's what, what got, got my hopes up. You see, he's not as scared to throw that ball in traffic, and give, Drake. How many times have I said it? I said it all this year when we had Marcus Mariota. Put that ball in a position where your guy can go up and make a play. Don't throw the ball out of bounds. Throw that ball where this guy can go up there and make a play. You've seen it like three or four times last week where Desmond Ritter just gave him an opportunity. I'm going to put this ball up in the air where he's going to go up and get it. Mm-hmm. We've seen beautiful pass down the middle of the field. When he was in the slot when we got into the red zone where he threw the ball between three defenders that's a mm-hmm. feel but that's also confidence desmond ritter's not as scared to let that ball rip and that's what you got to do as a quarterback because we know in the nfl those windows close fast so you can't be overthinking and hitching and you gotta just throw it you can't be sitting there thinking when you thinking that's what that's what we always talk about with michael walker when you thinking. That guy had already got the extra yardage when you thinking you mm-hmm. gotta be moving at all times.
0: Mm-hmm. And shot and then, like I said, definitely shout out to one of our uh player partners. Was it Mike? Was it Devontae that said that Michael Walker ended up playing only eight snaps last week? Yeah, yeah, yep. Mm. Well. That's all I need to say right there. So let's go ahead and get to this next key, man. <laughs> the next key to victory is...
2: Styles, get the graphics!
0: <sighs> and... Ah. No where you going with this Mad <laughs> Mike Sports? What you got for us?
2: <laughs> I'm gonna try to make this as quick as possible. And I'm a, I'm gonna um, do we had that picture up, K style? that I, we 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 said we were gonna start using. Oh, that, oh, uh, I ain't got. Hold hold. Okay.
0: keep talking. Get Get that
2: keep, for me. Keep, keep keep talking.
0: Um, we are gonna get that going.
2: I, I, I see y'all gonna feel this. The reason why I think this is vital and as you guys can see, Lamar who Lamar who Lamar Who. Why did man might say Lamar Who? Because there's a large portion of people that think that one particular player is going to make the difference in a team. One player has never made the difference in any team. You see Steph need a clay. LeBron needed a Kyrie. LeBron needed a Caleb. LeBron needed a D-Wade. LeBron needed a... Uh, um. Chris Bosch. <laughs> Chris Bosh. Mm-hmm. Jordan need Pippen. Pippen need Jordan. We can keep going on and on and on again. So one player has never made a difference when it comes down to a winning a championship. We've seen teams like the Tampa Bay Bucks, where that defense was top notch. And I'm talking about top five for like five years in a row. They had like a stint where they was top five defenses every single year, but that offense just couldn't never put it together. But when they put it together, when they got it, you know, Brad Johnson, the running game with Warwick Dunn, um, um uh all star and those guys, uh, I don't know if War done was that I'm pretty sure. oh, Michael but Pitt. It will Pitt, yeah, that's who I, yeah, I don't think. But when they finally got it together they got together but it wasn't that one particular person <laughs> that that put them over the hump so the reason why i say oh my this god, this right here dude, 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 is this the word,
0: Is this the way you talk about Mike? look look let to make sure is this the way you talk about <laughs>
2: hold on, hold on let me let me see first let me see first <laughs> oh my god <laughs> See, go ahead and click. That, that's <laughs> it. That's it, Mike. Go ahead and click it. <laughs> click, click. <laughs> <it. Okay. laughs> <laughs> we wait, 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 wait.
0: This is what it's all
2: about (laughs) (laughs) Make me feel good (laughs) (laughs) Make me feel good Look, we're not here to make you feel good We're not here to make you feel good Okay, I'm not here to sell y'all a dream And say Lamar, coming to Atlanta Is going to be the difference maker He's not going to be the difference maker He's not even a damn difference maker On his own damn team He can't make it to the damn Super Bowl But we're ready to get him 40-something million dollars Our money. <laughs> and I say this over and over and over again. Why has it Baltimore given their guy? They had two years to think about this. Everybody getting paid. But Lamar, every quarterback, we got rookie quarterback. We got quarterbacks that are still in their rookie deal who got their money but lamar hasn't got you gotta really say think say to yourself why hasn't baltimore given him the contract that's the question that i have for you guys that's one question that i have for you guys and two what is he gonna do we ain't already doing we don't see what a running game can get us we had the probably, I'm, I'm gonna say already, right we had the greatest running game. We had, we've had the greatest running game of all time with Mike Vick, Warwick Dunn, and TJ Duckett, and that offensive line. I don't think there's a, I don't think in the history of the league there's been a greater, I don't think there's been a, a better offensive uh, running game ever. Ever. And we're talking about totality. There's has never been one more dynamic. More explosive, the Falcons had Shifty. They had a Shifty running back, and were done. They had a power back in T.J. Duckett, and they had probably the well the greatest mobile quarterback that the NFL has ever seen, the most dynamic athlete the league has ever seen outside of Dion's prime time silence. So again, what is Lamar gonna do? for us that we haven't already seen? That's the question. But the Lamar who part is going to pertain to one guy. One guy. Desmond Ritter. Everybody doing all this talking about Lamar Bring in Derek Carr. I'm gonna need him to shut. What? What? What, wait, what? What? In. Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> what the? Derek Carr. Yeah, Derek Carr. Yeah, we got people out here saying if I can need to trade with Derek Carr. So we're gonna see this, we're gonna see what Desmond Ritter is talking about. Cause it, it's it's everywhere. It's on every platform, national, local platform, international platform. Is everybody saying Lamar is headed to Atlanta. People even making up fake tweets saying that the Falcons have already have a play, uh, 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 a trade. Um that's already lined up for Lamar. And if I'm Desmarino, I'm taking that shit personal. I'm taking it personal. Mm-hmm. Because I haven't even got started, and y'all are already trying to get rid of me. So if this kid is who we think he is, this is the game. These next couple of games is where he shut everybody up, and I'm looking to see that attitude. I'm looking to see that leadership. I'm looking to see this decisiveness. I don't care about all them rushing yards and all that, you know, um, highlight plays. I need to see a real true leader because one thing that I miss in Atlanta that Michael Vick gave us is one thing that nobody can deny what Michael Vick, that no quarterback, in my personal opinion, has ever had that confidence, that swagger. Um that motherfucker. I don't think nobody had that swagger. You can you can say Aaron Rodgers, but Mike Vick knew he couldn't be touched. He knew he was that damn good. You can see it in this. Even if he make a bad play, Mike Vick goes, all oh, right, it's all right. I just no. you talk to me this time. I I'll just run another 20-50-yard pan on the uh, 50 yard run on the next. Uh yeah, you know, oh he dropped the pass. Oh, don't worry about it. I'll I just throw it to Alja Mike Vick had that. Arrogance, that confidence—I don't think any quarterback is at. He knew he was the shit, so I need for Desmond Ritter to have that same confidence. I don't give a damn about him being able to throw 80 yards. I don't give a damn about him being able to rush for a thousand yards. I need that arrogance. I need that confidence that I know I'm the shit. The Falcons—if they're gonna be the true dirty birds—I'm gonna need that Arthur Smith attitude. I'm gonna do what the fuck. I won't, when I won't, and ain't nothing you can do about it. So I need that. I need to see that arrogance. I need to see that Kobe Bryant. I need to see that mamba mentality. I need to see that Jordan. You say what to me? All right, I'll just hang go 50 on you. I, that's what I need from my quarterback. I need my quarterback because as great as Grady Jarrett is, he doesn't exude that type of confidence, that type of arrogance that I need. Falcons need to get back to that type of ball. You see Jesse the Hemmer, um Togo. One thing about Tuggle that I absolutely love is that he knew he was going to lay your ass out when he got a chance. He got near you, you're going to feel it. I need that for my family. I love A.J. I love Grady. I love Troy Anderson, but I need attitude, I need arrogance, I need my quarterback. And I like I said, I, lo- I love Drake. But I need that arrogance. I need that for my player. And that's the element that the Falcons fan base is searching for, they're longing for. Are they looking for another Trey Young. That's called a lot of people hate Trey Young because he got that. He got that arrogance. He don't give a damn about him shooting for a damn high court. The coach tell him, that's a bad shot. Yeah, whatever, coach. And go to the next play, shoot another motherfucking half court shot, and that bitch goes straight to the ball. That's the type of attitude that I need for my players. I'm going to do what what the fuck I want, when the fuck I want, how I want. And I don't give a damn what the media says. I don't give a damn what the fans say. I need that arrogance for somebody on this Atlanta Falcons team. So fuck Lamar Fuck their car and fuck you and all y'all rumors. I need for Desmond Ritter to show us what the fuck he got. Step up or get stepped on. Excuse me. Just a little. This this Dude, I felt like I had some
0: pads on. <laughs> Man. shout out to Dre Harrison for another five dollars. He said, "Did y'all hear about the pitch trade rumors and multiple teams calling about him?" I ain't no surprise. Yeah, everybody call about <laughs> everybody every week. That, that happens all the time.
2: That's, that's not even.
0: It. <laughs> but, but as my, but as my, as Mike said, hold on, let me put it back up here. This is what he talked about. Be like that in America to black <laughs> I was just. I'm not sure. I'm not sure
2: what what you want me to do. I want. I you know
0: what I want. You know. I want you to make me feel. Better. I want you to make me feel. Better. I want you to make me feel good. Me feel good. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's enough. That's enough. That that's. A... <laughs> This is this is a VG show. <laughs> this is a VG show. You made me feel good. I want you
2: to make you feel good. I don't give a damn about making you feel good. So what the hell with Lamar and the hell with all these woman. We need to oh, build man. this team the proper way. We're not here to make you feel good. We need to build it in the proper way. To feel. Hell no!
0: <laughs> These <just> boys die laughing. <laughs> I
2: don't think that was ready for that
0: one. They wasn't ready for that, bro. Oh, for that, bro. Which I wasn't ready for. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, like you said, I definitely agree, man. We, like you said, you just looking for to give him a chance, man. And this is exactly what what i was expecting was going to happen is if if he doesn't tickle that itch like they're gonna be looking for that next they're they looking for that next person to do that
2: mm-hmm.
0: so that's like i said that's a very good point as well um and then like you said about the pitch trade rumors, yeah. Yeah, they 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 feel trades for players every every week. It doesn't surprise me at all. You don't really like I said, like I said, it, 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 if somebody puts up a big ass offer for them, they're going to listen to it. That doesn't mean they got to take it.
2: Yeah, I'm listening
0: to everything. I don't mm-hmm. give a damn who. Oh my god. Oh, I got everybody, everybody cracking up right now. Everybody <laughs> air, air cracking up right now. So, Juju, pray for us because that 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 was
2: unexpected. He oh, oh, be making T.J. Ram feel. Oh yeah. A oh 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 oh. oh, oh, do any, oh okay. I, I, I mean.
0: I mean, they got kids. Yeah, man, what do you expect? Yeah, kids. come on,
2: man. He made
0: the teacher feel good. I know. we yeah, been married ten years. I got he's two out. Years. Is that, is that, is that? he didn't. He done jumped off the dresser a few. He didn't jump off the dresser a few times. Hey. <laughs> shout out to shout out the scenario for that quote right there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Peoples with the one ninety nine said, man, y'all ain't right with that monster's ball clip. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, we're gonna clip it too. So anybody, anytime somebody says anything about a quarterback to Atlanta, I want y'all to clip that part. We're gonna clip that part and we're gonna play it for (laughs) him. Oh my god, I needed that last. Um Let's go ahead and get to this final key, man. It, 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 it's kind—it's kind of hard for me to go after after that because that monster <laughs> ball thing just threw everybody out of oh, out of whack. <laughs> we should have started the show like that, but it's all awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good. good. Final key, K-Stars. Hold on, hold on. Get the graphic. I had to pull Makaye out right quick. <laughs> Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Not too much. Get it done early. If anybody caught the six man combo last night, and Mike put, actually put a clip out on his channel, where as far as where we was talking about. Well, well, as everybody knows, Arthur Smith was had, um, he had said that they were particularly going to be focusing on pass rush and interior rush. And I made a statement last night where I said the problem with the Atlanta Falcons, not just defense. But as a whole unit, the problem is the first quarter for is is the first half on both sides of the football. The Atlanta Falcons defense usually gets torched in the first quarter and a half because if you pull up a lot of the box scores, if you pull up a lot of the scores the the Falcons have played in the this year. On average, they've given up six points in the second half. And the problem with the offense is the problem, the offense usually scores more in the second half than they do in the first half. So That's what, that's one of the, like I said, that really has been one of the major Achilles heels for the Atlanta Falcons is getting to these slow starts. And we have to see them start early. It goes back to what Jew's key was. When you get in the red zone, you have to capitalize. Who can't be kicking field goals. This is this has been a pattern for, really, the Atlanta Falcons for the last almost 10 years. Why the hell you thinking Atlanta Falcon kicker is always one of the top kickers in fantasy football? <laughs> Defense has to get stops early, too. They can't get ramrodded in the first quarter. And now you're expecting your offense to play catch-up and try to get this team to catch up. In six-man k Styles fashion, I'm going to keep it as simple as this. You know what? Let me see something. I'm going to keep it as simple as this. I like that. I'm going to keep it as simple as that. And I haven't said it all year, which is crazy as hell. But this is what we're talking about. You have to play 60-minute football. We can't come out slow. And this is one of the major reasons why the Falcons are 5-10. and 10. For one dollar, yeah, yep, yep, y'all remember it. One dollar, 60 minutes, one dollar. That's all I gotta say on that, man. So, y'all wanna go ahead and start putting in your questions. Like I said, this is, this, this is the, the final stretch so everybody can start getting their questions in. And while we're doing that, I'm finna give y'all a little intermission break to go ahead and hit that like button. Um, <coughs> listen, 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 since, since we played Make Me Feel Good, you know we gotta do this. Oh. Let me cut it up a little bit. Throw a little throwback on it. So, ooh, yeah. so make sure y'all go ahead hit that like button go ahead hit that subscribe button not only for juta sports not only for mad Mike sports but six man k styles as well hit that like button share this with your people because at the end of the day man these people need to see these words and i know i know it may have been some people peeking in here when my with 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 the lamar jackson segment yeah this was directed to y'all asses too so we we gonna hear about it soon but hmm. let's go ahead and do it like this Give it a few more seconds. Like I said, one dollar. Everybody can one dollar. John St. Clair here said. John St. Clair said also can't do three and outs on your first two possessions. The problem is the three and outs ain't really been the issue. this is crazy hold on hold the music all right but they started glitching up there for a second my bad y'all <clears throat> all right we got a few questions in here that we can add we that that they they came in here um fred bus here got a question here that's very interesting Do y'all think we spend big in free agency?
1: Yeah, for our own team, like (laughs) it's gonna start with our own team. They've said that already. Like, we got guys that need to be paid. Like, you got AJ, you got Chris Lindstrom, just made the Pro Bowl. Like, you're gonna have to pay your guys that's in house first. So, Mm -hmm. what I'm interested to see is what guys they bring back because we know. Lindstrom, McGarry, both of those guys played well. We didn't sign the fifth year option for McGarry, so I'm interested to see what they do there. We know AJ gonna get the bag. We know Chris Lindstrom gonna get the bag. So those two guys, like I feel like they're gonna get resigned. Period. Period. It ain't no questions. It like I said, you're gonna have guys that's coming up, and that's another reason why I'm like on the Lamar Jackson thing. I don't see it happening because you still got to pay your guys and then you still got to pay, pay your draft class. Like, I don't know if they're going to trade down. So if you take that top 10 pick, if it ends up being a top 10 pick, that's money as well that people forget about that. You still got to pay your draft class. So I really don't think they spend big. Um, do I think we could see them make like one splash signing, hopefully an edge rusher or like a veteran defense lineman or a difference make on the defense. I could see that but I really think they're gonna start in house and you heard when we had um Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot last year like during the off season they talked about it in a press conference that we want to reward our players first if you ball out we're going to reward you let's be real mm-hmm. if we had the money chances are we wouldn't have let foyer walk in free agency mm-hmm. because they re- they wanted to resign him but we didn't have the money to do it that's what it really came down to so I think that we're going to spend big, but it'll be the guys like Lindstrom and AJ that's going to get big contracts Um, outside of those guys. You may bring in one veteran guy, maybe one veteran splash signing. It just depends on how much money they're looking for. Mm -hmm. But for all those people that want Lamar Jackson, this is why we say don't bring Lamar Jackson here. We love Mike Vick. The reason I'm a Falcons fan is because of Mike Vick. He was an electrifying player from the same area i grew up in in virginia but if you go out and make that deal he's going to eat up so much of your calorie uh, salary cap excuse me that you're not going to be able to sign go out and sign you know the the guys that we're talking about so you know if you want to be able to go out and make some splash signings and bring in a couple guys you can't go in and you know bring in a lamar jackson get him 300 million or whatever he's asking for and be able to you know still Retain the guys that you want to retain, and also bring in other guys. So, I think our best bet is just to stick with Desmond Ritter for now because he's on a rookie deal. Which a lot of the teams that have won in the past, that's the way you want to go about uh, Go about doing it is bringing in. You seen Russell Wilson on his rookie contract with the Legion of Boom? They was able to pay all of those guys on the defense, build a defense around him, and then they were able to win a championship. But once Seattle paid Russell. They couldn't afford to keep the legion of boom together and all of those guys mm-hmm. so, you know i think people don't think about that but this is a hard cap league so we told you guys before everybody got the same amount of money this ain't the 90s where you can just pay everybody and mm-hmm. you know if your pockets is deep you know it's not based upon how much money the owner makes and how much money he has everybody got the same amount of money and you got to balance out the <laughs> books so there's going to be some hard decisions that got to be made y'all were talking about it the other night i'm interested to see what happens to Caleb McGarry. i know for a fact that chris lynch getting signed i know for a fact aj getting signed but i can't mm-hmm. speak for lynchstrom i can't speak for these other guys and then we also have to keep in mind eventually kyle pitts is going to need to be paid eventually drake london is going to need to be paid like yeah these guys are a little bit further down the road but normally if you're a balling like a kyle pitts you, you don't like to let your uh rookie guys that are on the rookie um that rookie pay scale you don't want them to get to the last year they deal when you get into a bidding war so usually you see those guys get signed a little bit earlier maybe the third year instead of that fourth year or that fifth year option usually you try to pay those guys a little bit earlier so you also have to balance that in your book you know in your checkbook as well so yeah i don't think the Falcons going to make any huge signing maybe one splash signing mainly they're looking at our players who can we retain that already know this scheme
0: because
1: mm-hmm. i told you guys before we've seen it when you go out there and you go for the unknown you don't know how they're going to play for us they might be balling in the scheme that they're in but you try to plug them into your system they may not flourish the way that you thought they would where you seeing these guys like aj in practice every day you know what he's going to give you you know he's gave you for the last two years in this scheme you know what chris lindstrom is going to give you you know what mcgarry is going to give you when you go start talking about free agency in the draft that's when you're entering into the unknown where it's like okay boom or bust so that's sometimes that could be dangerous
0: what you got on there hey,
2: oh my
0: Oh, no, no, no. Hell no.
2: That's all. <laughs> I just wanted to show off my parts. That's all. Oh, whatever. Hell no! Again, we have the the thing is, what you stated is we have a lot of young players. The last thing that you want to do. Is be the 49ers? Um, have a young kid and all, and what was it, Alden Smith? Mm -hmm. Um, and they pretty much gave up on him. Then he went to Dallas and this became a monster at Dallas. Mm -hmm. We, we don't, we, I, I I can't take that. I, I, I just can't. I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to see another 90 five Deion Sanders lead the Falcons and then win the damn Super Bowl, I, I, I don't want to see that. I don't want to do, I don't want to deal with that, okay? I don't want to have to see that. Don't want to do it. I can't take that. So, I think the best thing to do is just take care of home, bro. If wifey yeah. is happy, everybody is yeah. happy. She the you know, she's getting what the hell she wants. Everything good, everybody eating good, everybody got a little something something in their pocket. Everybody happy. So I say take care of home, bro. I, like my, my thing is why I go out and get all these players that other teams don't want because they obviously don't want Lamar. All right. As much as y'all wanna in denial. All right. Y'all trying to y'all wanna feel good. Do we
0: got to play it again? I want to feel good.
2: They want to feel good. I want to <laughs> make you feel
0: good. <laughs> oh, hold on. Hold on. on. No, One no, game. no, no, no. One more again. One more again. All, right. All right. There we go. All right. <laughs> 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 That's what they want
2: That's it They want to make it They want to feel good That's all They want to feel good We're not here to make you feel good We got to take care of home Take care of AJ Take care of our newly uh, Named Pro Bowler And Chris Lindstrom Who could be one of the greatest guards In the history of the game Because he's that damn good right now so, like I said, man, take care of home, man. I don't give no damn of no flying fizzes about no damn Lamar. And I don't give a damn about everybody else, all these other people trash. I'm tired of I'm tired of bringing everybody else trash, and then we get here thinking they're gonna do something and they end up being absolutely nothing. I don't want that. So take care of home. I'd rather deal with that mm-hmm. than anything. <clears throat> hey, yeah, I'm, 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 I'm Let me say this real quick, K style. The reason why the Falcons failed recently, because of two things. They failed because they didn't understand the importance of Rasheed Hagueman, who was a role player, and they didn't appreciate Vic Beasley. Say that again. No, they, they don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear. They did not appreciate what Vic Bees was doing. We can't even get my brother to get three sacks in the season right now. This man was getting a six or seven every year, and now we can't get it back. Appreciate what you got, bro. Because
1: you think you yeah. don't
2: get it for everybody else? We we had Mr. uh Dante Fowler pay him 40 million. dollars. He couldn't even get three sacks in a damn season. Appreciate what you got at home, bro. Just saying.
0: Oh man. Yeah, man. Like you said, and even if there's some defensive players that's in there and free agency as well, like you said, the first thing you want to do is take care of home. Like you said, you got Rashad Evans who's going to be a free agent. Um, I, I'm looking at some notable possible Falcon free agents, and the list goes as – Lorenzo Carter Caleb McGarry Rashawn Evans Isaiah Oliver Keith Smith Demir Bird
1: Don't some key names You name in k Styles. Those are some role players You talking about Lorenzo Carter mm-hmm. Your favorite fullback Keith Smith
0: mm-hmm. In that running
1: game Like these are Ooh. guys You gonna have to pay
0: Keys mm-hmm. Yeah and like I said, these ain't gonna be no guys that you have to break the bank for. But like I said, you 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 gotta have a nucleus here. Like I said, even if they may not be that expensive, you still gotta you still gotta take care of that first before you start looking out where. And like I said, once you take care of that, and you see what you got. Then you can – you also got to – you also have to take out the money that you're going to need for draft class, for the draft class. Now you figure out what you're going to do.
1: That is how you attack free agents. And if you're going to bring in a, a free agent pass rusher, bring in somebody that did done it for more than one season. Yeah that's my biggest issue with the falcons we always want to bring in somebody that had one good season uh, one hit and one i hit. said if you're gonna do that that's what mike on. i said yep. said again with Vic beasley we criticized Vic B- beasley i had people calling him he was a bus he was not a bus the problem is we like you said you're always out there looking for something else instead of what you got at home and sometimes the grass ain't green on the other side you get across the street and you see that gr- that grass is brown as well like you I'm across the street. Everything looked good. So you get over <laughs> there, and then it's like, then you get oh, <laughs> man, and that's you what the, the problem with the Falcons has been. It's like we always think the grass is green on the other side, and then when yeah. we get over to the other side, it's like, okay, we pull up. I pulled up Vic Beasley's numbers. I pulled up Dante Fowler's numbers. You basically traded the same player. But one thing you can say about Vic Beasley that you can't say about Dante Fowler, he led the league in sacks. And I told people, I said that was the biggest. That was the, the worst thing that could have ever happened to Vic Beasley was him exceeding everybody's expectations because then it was, you got to give me 16-and-a-half sacks or 15-and-a-half sacks every single season, or you're a bust. Right. Which you got guys that have never gotten 15-and-a-half sacks in their whole career.
0: Right. Oh, man. Jam- Jam- Jameris, he's, Jameris, he said, which player on offense and defense needs to step up? um. Hey, like you said, pretty much, pretty much the same players every week. Drew Dahlman need to step up. Now I'm just I'm just making this quick and simple. On Offense, Drew Dahlman has to step up. He has to be stronger at the point of attack and on defense. Whoever the hell corner number two is, because we we don't know. <laughs> Bro, <laughs> <Man. clears throat> whoever the hell corner number two is, because we don't be knowing what, yeah. what two, two drives it'll be. Darren Hall, he getting blew up, and then Cornell Armstrong come out of nowhere. Like, wait a minute, he what the hell you come <laughs> <on>? <laughs> exactly? So, yeah, I I, I I took that question, so yeah. Whoever the hell corner number
2: two is, and and I'm, I'm gonna need I'm 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 gonna need uh, Jalen Hawkins to step up. Like, like he's always in the right spot, but he's not making no plays, man. I don't need that as as Sean Safety. We need Sean Safety to be, make an impact. He's not making an impact. He's just there.
1: That's man, not good man. enough. Him and Richie Grant, both of them, mm-hmm. uh, both with your safety. There. those are your racers. Those guys, mm-hmm. Richie Grant, been disappointing me the last week. That that Saints game, you diving when you don't need to be diving. <laughs> like you the last line of defense. Like you can't have those type of those type of plays as a safety. Those that are your racers. When you start hearing Dean P. start saying names like um, Ed Reed, you know you can't start comparing them to these these great great players. They didn't make those type of mistakes, and when they did, the next play they made up happen. If Ed Reed dove and missed the tackle and and somebody scored a touchdown, nine times out of ten, some point in that game, he going to pick the ball off and take it to the house. Just like we seen Cordell Patterson at that game we was at when they punched the ball out. Next thing you know, this man running it back. Like, okay, I'm taking it out the end zone. I don't care. I'm 10 10 yards deep. I'm coming out with this one. Like, I already knew he was coming out because he was pissed. That's what playmakers do. They, They reward you. They make a mistake. They go get it back. That's what I want to see.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. They, they, that's the right name for them. The erasers, could they be erasing themselves out the goddamn place? <laughs> <laughs>
1: they supposed to be covering up those that corner number two's flaws. You were talking about who corner number two. Your safety job <laughs> is to cover up the flaws of your corners. That's their job. So Mike yeah. just said it like not just hawking both of those guys on the back end their job is to have cornell armstrong's back their job is to have darren hawk they the last line of defense mm-hmm. so when we talk about explosive play, uh, plays dean pease is putting all the pressure on them if you look at any defense he's coached rodney harrison ed reed he always put that pressure on his safeties to be those mm-hmm. guys to step up and make plays right
0: yeah, yeah, because I'm about to say, boy, Richie Grant, look at he started he was looking like Thomas Day cool the last couple weeks, looking like oh. <laughs> bro, what the hell?
2: No, how Come We ain't got that
0: picture, dude. No, 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 no. We ain't got it no more. <laughs> maybe, look, look, look. If, if anybody remember that? remember the Thomas Day Cool, the fame infamous um Thomas Day Cool picture, it's in the archive.
2: <laughs> we are going to bring it back whoa, out. Soon. Whoa whoa whoa. Hey woman, um you can't come in here proclaiming to be the great one. The great one is me. You got to recognize, woman, talking about the great one. <laughs> huh? <laughs> what? Oh my god. Sonya asked a question here. She said, "Do you think
0: we'll draft the center or sign one in free agency?" That's a question. It, 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 dep- it
1: depends depends
0: on it, it depends on the market depend on the market.
2: You gotta, you gotta do both. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I take that back. It really depends on how they see Matt Hennessy. I totally forgot about him. He's been injured, and that's the thing, too. These guys are battling for a, a spot, and I think Matt Hennessy can still push for that mm-hmm. spot. So there's still an open competition. But right. um, I'm going to just say, like, like I said, man, I think when it all comes down to it, yeah, I, I, more than likely I can see that, that I can draft one in between the fourth and seventh round mm-hmm. because he'll be young enough, but he'll also have time to kind right. of develop and learn the system. So I think they'll end up drafting a guy Um, because Arthur obviously wants his guys. And um, if this center has a little bit left, he has a couple uh, years. I don't think the Falcons are a year away from the playoffs. Um, So I can see them getting signing a a veteran guy or – Drafting the guy around the fourth and fifth round to kind of sit him for a year, learn mm-hmm. if they want to move on from Darman, he's ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the thing too,
0: and the thing too that's going to play a big factor as well as free agency dealing with Caleb McGarry is Jalen Mayfield. Like you said, it's a whole lot, it's a whole lot of. Um, spots that can be filled. Like I said, we've seen what the veteran center route and free agency has done for the Falcons in the past.
2: The Saints too. I forget who uh, that was. Uh, uh, Unger, Mass yeah, Unger? Matt, Matt I, mean,
0: he, I think they they
2: traded for him. I think yeah, yeah
1: they, they traded. Did. It was it was they was traded it? Jimmy Graham for him.
2: Yeah. Right, right, right. Got I it. think he was like his 28th, 29th year or something
0: mm. like that. And they got a mm-hmm. yeah, they got a few years out of them. So yeah, yeah I can see that. Right. Right. So yeah, so I can see it both ways. Like you said, it just depends on what the market is for the center position. Like you said, if it's not if it's not too expensive, if you get like a veteran center, like you like D. Coleman brought up a guy like Jason Kelsey. Like this guy that you may not need him for a couple years, you might just need him for a year or so. That that help 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 the guys behind him. Hey, I'm down for it. A guy that can help Ritter as well. So yeah, I can see
1: tough. that. That's tough. I don't know. I think they probably give Dolman one more year, but <laughs> I I don't know where. Hennessy what they feel about Hennessy. because you guys know Mike said it like they want their guys that's the reason Hennessy wasn't the starter but I'm interested to see if they'll try to use Hennessy at that guard position because I think Wilkerson was just on a one-year deal but when he actually played in that one game for Wilkerson he played well at the guard position so I don't know what they'll try to do but if you can get a veteran I think that would be the smartest thing to do because I feel like if you just go draft the center Unless you're taking somebody like in the first round, like you know that this is a bona fide, you know, center that's going to come in and run the show. Why take the risk when you already been developing this guy? You know what I'm saying? I see them still trying to develop Dalman because our our coaches, as we say, they hard headed, which they should be. This their team; they're going to do what they feel is right, what they want to do. So I feel like at any at any point, I think at this point they're going to give Drew Dalman, you know, that leash. The he's going to have to compete for it, of course, but. I could see him being a starter again next year because I know how Arthur Smith and how this regime kind of runs now that they're going to, you know, see he has to play horrible for them to be like, all right, we're going to pull cut this cut the tie, especially because he's on the rookie contract. So I think they're going to give Dalman one more try, one more year to prove itself. He's going to have to battle it out in training camp. But you guys know I was a Hennessy type of guy. I was Matt Hennessy all the way, whether he was a guy or not. To me hennessy to me outplayed him for the position i think it was just he didn't he wasn't drafted by this regime so they kind of said well this is the guy we drafted this is the guy we scouted we trust our scouts and you know what i'm saying <laughs> we trust our coaches the guys i brought in my coaching staff which they have their you know their right to do that so i hope that Dalman gets it together to be honest Dalman hasn't played too bad the last couple of weeks he just can't he can't stop getting bull rushed that's his biggest issue if he just needs to lift some weights that's all he need to do just get in the weight room this off season exactly. in the weight room he has a technique he just gets bull rushed all the time all the time
0: <coughs> but let's go ahead and wind it down let's let, let's go ahead and wind it down man like i said we're gonna go ahead and give you your nights back so uh we definitely appreciate everybody um let's go ahead and put some of that heavy hitters magic on put some of that heavy hitters magic
2: mm-hmm. this episode will be on spotify and all the uh podcast platforms um about 10 30 11 o'clock so y'all check it and close us out all right um,
0: All right, man. So, y'all make sure y'all go ahead, like I said, hit that subscribe button if you're new to these channels. Utah Sports, Mad Mike Sports, Six Mad K Styles. And tune in tomorrow on AFN for Dirty Bird Thursday, followed by the Rex. Hit. So, make sure you give everybody some love. Subscribe to AFN. So, until next time, people. We here to play. Oh no. We here to stay. Ooh yeah, nigga. You ain't gotta go home.
2: You gotta get the hell up out of here. Deuces. Hey. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to me, then keep it clean, fellas. Trim those heads and get the 20% off at Manscaped, plus free shipping with the promo code AFN at manscaped.com.